Welcome back to Discord, a podcast where every week we take a deep dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. Today's episode is a little different. As we prepare for our real launch, yeah. uh, we want to be able to put out some content to, to hold everyone over yeah. while we kind of get some episodes in the can. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our top five favorite PlayStation 2 games. And the point being is that next year around this time, we'll do another episode like this and see if after playing all these games, if our list has changed and we found a new favorite right. put on the list. Has, you know, have we replayed one that was on our list and it kind of fallen off? And thank you to everyone who listened to the episode zero mm -hmm. on Spotify. Thank you for everyone or whatnot who has asked me about the podcast or asked me to send them a link. We really appreciate you listening. Absolutely, we do. And let's start the show. PlayStation 2, top five of us. It's hard. Very hard. It's difficult to make a list like that. Lost shopping, PlayStation G games. That's like how it was. What what makes it a favorite? Do I think these are the best games? I don't know. But I guess they are my favorite. The five that I could come up with. It was very hard to narrow it down. Same, same. So I'm not going to do it in any order. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not going to rank them by. Five. Not. I'm going to do the same then. Yeah. Just the top. But neither of us have seen each other's list. So it'll be very interesting to see if they didn't cross over this. I don't think so. But maybe it's possible. It's possible. So Ian, what is what is your first game? I am going to say Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Ooh, the hot coffee game. The hot coffee game. Hot coffee. I think it's the obviously the final last gen, or I guess two gens ago, whatever. Um Things got a little. It was the perfection of the GT three GTA three style. Yeah, the map was fucking huge. There was a ton to do. The uh, storyline was fun. I liked the music. Obviously, Southern California. I liked that. So I just, yeah, I thought GTA uh, GTA three San Andreas was the top of that mode until we moved into the new era, which is yeah, like Grand Theft Auto four, four five, yeah, which yeah. are which are a whole different thing. Yeah, much more complicated. I can agree with that. I not on my list, but I definitely think that like GTA three was such like a paradigm shift in like yeah. video games in general. Yes. Uh and then Vice City kind of improved upon that. Mm. And Vice City is my favorite of the PS2. But I can I can even though I think Vice City is my favorite, I purely because I like the loves eighties music. Yeah. Uh San Andreas is kind of like the perfection of that, or that's of that style of like GTA game. Right, it's really hard to get much better than that. Definitely a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, hundred percent. Well, my first one is going to be Only Lucia Warlords. Okay, which uh, is Capcom game. Sure. If I recall correctly, it was when they were working on Resident Evil. Four. In the development cycle for three for Code Veronica and Resident Evil Four, they basically had so many different like development teams going that like builds of Resident Evil Four broke off, and one of them ended up being Devil May Cry. 
Oh, interesting. Which we know. We know that one for sure. And Devil May Cry was originally an RE4 like prototype. But I think Musha was as well. And Musha, if you played a Devil May Cry game, it won't be completely foreign to you. No. It's set in feudal Japan. It's, you know, kind of hack and slashy the way Devil May Cry is. It's also kind of horror. But I love that game. Sure. I remember when it first came out, it was one of those games where, like, you can't really tell what it what it is by the cover art. And I remember we rented it, and I just couldn't stop playing it. I mm-hmm. beat it over the weekend, over a weekend rental, and, like, had to buy it. Had to have it. And it's just a super fun game. It's, like, it's very intuitive with how it plays. Storyline's interesting. The music's great. It looks great. Right. It's one of those franchises that are really kind of, like, bummed that it kind of fizzled after, I think, the Spy games. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, like, one of the things that's, like, ripe for, like, a reason. For sure. Like, give us give, give us an Oni Lucia remake. We're doing Silent Hill 2. We're doing Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Devil May Cry kind of just never went away. No. So, come on. Capcom. Yeah, is. Capcom. Friend of the show, Capcom. Let's get an Oni Lucia remake. Let's do it. Love it. All right. Well, my next uh, pick is uh, a, a driving game. Driving. Burnout 3 Takedown. Woo! Holy fucking shit, this game. They they just decided to just go for it and just say, car accidents and perfecting car accidents. <laughs> fucking amazing game. Just a car crashing simulator. I can't, I cannot overstate how long that was in my PlayStation 2 and how many times I would just boot it up, do a couple levels. Like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I thought, I remember thinking that that was going to be like the car franchise. That yeah. th- those games like came in like a hurricane so hard. Yeah. And like they were so much fun. So that I was convinced. I was like, this is it. This is gonna kill me for speed. Right. This is gonna kill Gran Turismo. No, yeah. And I don't know what happened. I mean, E for speed, they're still they're still going. Somehow. They're still you know, cranking out those yeah. games like, yes. But I would love a new a new burnout. A new burnout. Sit and we're hopping, crashing. Yeah, just give me, give me, give me, give me. I mean, that's the most fun of like the non-racing sim driving game, right? Is crashing. Like yeah. that's like the. I mean, that's one of the most fun parts about GTA. Yeah, is like, okay, can I hit this? Can I hit this right. hill? Can I hit and how far can I right. orange in this car? Yeah. I mean, that's like a big gaming thing in general. Like I just like I watched all those videos of like people blowing up warthogs and Halo, right, and right, how far they can launch them. People love crashing shit. Yeah. And that game, I guess, really harnessed that. That's all it was. Just crashing shit. So my next one is SSX3. Shit. Yeah. What I think. So I I think I might have a little more nostalgia for SSX trivia, but SSX3, I think, is the perfection of the game. Okay. Like, I think, you know, I love, I love all the SSX games, but I think, you know, SSX1 is a little rough. SSX Tricky is way better. And way more fun. And then they kind of like learned the lesson from both of those. And SSX3 is just perfect. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> the characters are funny. The courses are incredible. Right. All the mechanics, they kind of like, you know, hammered out all the details. And it just feels incredible to play. The racing feels great. The tricks feel great. I mean, I, there's not a lot to say about the game. It's a snowboarding game. Yeah. It's awesome. You do tricks. And yeah. You shoot a laser. You do crazy death-defying tricks, things that break all the laws of, you know, physics. Right. 
and it's awesome. You should definitely play it. You have a backpack on your back. Yeah. I really wish Sony would like put us, put the uh, X games on like the PS Plus. Give them back out. Yeah. 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 They're awesome. Before they're like, they're, you know, they're tough on. I think yeah. people would want to play them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. But I've got controversy <laughs> for my next pick because I'm going to say the first phrase and you're going to think I'm going in one direction, but I'm not. Metal Gear Solid 2. Everyone thinks I'm going to say 3. 2. Because you know why? It's crazier. It is crazy. There's more crazy, and that's what I'm looking for from Kojima and from Metal, Metal Gear. I don't want shit to make sense. I want to be confused. I want wacky ideas that he came up with. I don't yeah. want to play a snake. I don't want to play a snake. Half it. I want to play as Raiden. Well, again, talk about Sack walking in going, yeah, I don't, uh, we're not going to play a snake for a long fucking time. Let's get in the second game. Yeah, like after Metal Gear Solid was like such a huge like monster. Just, I hate to use this phrase, but a paradigm shift yeah. in video games. It's great. The storyline is bonkers. I think in three, the added like thirst and hunger mechanics. I think that takes away from it for me. I a little bit, yeah. I just, I, it's too much. It just, it, it's starting to get a little too like realistic and too survivey. So I think two was the sweet spot. On the PS2, at least. I mean, I think 5 is a masterpiece. Um, but yeah, I think Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. I like I like Metal Gear Solid 2 better than 3 as well. Yeah. And I think it's great. It is great. I'm not, I'm not shitting on 3. I'm I saying. think 2, though. See, Konami is a company that absolutely hates its fan base. Yes. Like, they... And sometimes that works out in our favor. Because it's clear... But the only reason that they ended up being even kind of okay with not having Snake be the main character is because they hate us. Yes. They yeah. hate us. And I think it worked out for the better. I think Raiden's like a... I, mean, I think Metal Gear Solid 2 is great. Fucking amazing. I think, it's, I think it's an awesome game. Yeah. I think it's better than the Twin Snakes yeah. remake for GameCube. Yeah. I would almost say I enjoy Metal Gear Solid 2 more than Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah. It's tough. It's a, yeah, it's it's tough. one is again was such a like holy shit yeah. this game, but I think it's a better. I think it's close. Yeah, I think it's very close. Yeah, so then yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, I would say five is just please, but that's not what we're talking about. My next game is an RPG. Sure, though it's more of like a dungeon crawler RPG. Hmm. Right, like Diablo stuff, but it's going to be Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I was torn between Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Two, but I remember one more than I remember two. Right. So I'm thinking that maybe, yeah, you know, that's the better one. Yeah, when you remember is probably the better one. Yeah, yeah. So I love this game. I think it it was like my I played like Final Fantasy, and I had played Diablo kind of like I played Diablo a little bit. Yeah, right. Like I wasn't. After this is when I'd get really into Diablo 2. Right. But, so, I, I played it. It's a game I played with my dad a lot. because It had couch co-op, which, I mean, of course, just struggling to find any couch co-op. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you start out in a town. You know, there's a beholder, which I didn't know. Yeah. Like, it was my first kind of introduction to that kind of, like, rent ass. Right, right, right. Crawler stuff. And it's truly massive for a PS2 game. Like, it is... Huge. I mean, it's not Final Fantasy ten years, no. but it is a big game and a sprawling game and tons of fun. Like so many classes to choose from, so many little missions, right. quests, and like 
you know, it's fun going like the there's a ton of different settings too. I feel like sometimes, you know, with the dungeon crawlers, they all start kind of looking the same. Yeah. And this one, like, you know, you start out, you're like in the underground of the city, right. then you're in like a swamp, and then you're in the mountains. And, you know, there's all kinds of your minds. And it's like really, really cool. And yeah, I still have really fond memories of that game. It's a lot of fun. And it's one of the games that I feel like when people ever ask me for like a recommendation for PS2 games, like that's one of the first ones that comes to my mind. Right. Because even though it got a greatest hits release, I still think like it was kind of slept on. And if you played other Baldur's Gates games, it's similar mm-hmm. and worth a play for sure. Correct. And I think you might be able to play it on the Switch. Okay. I think you might be on the Switch. So worth worth checking out for sure. All right, my next game. Well, I'm just gonna say it's God of War. God of God of fucking war. Holy shit! That and not just because you could fuck girls and hit the button to fuck the girls and button and button button to fuck girls. Not just that. The original. Yeah. Press after favorite. Exactly. <laughs> Different kind of respect. Yeah. Just you just again the first time you played God of War, you were like, holy fucking shit, this is fun. Yeah. Just it just stripped away everything, but just the most visceral like button mashing. Giant fucking enemies. Holy shit. The One of the best opening like sequences of all time. Hundred percent. Hooked yeah. you, got you in. You wait, you're fighting a is it Kraken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Some, sea Some sea monster, yeah, yeah. And it's just incredible in every way. Like and obviously it spawned sequels and now we have the reboot, which I love as well. But God of War will always have a put place in my heart. I really like the God of War games, but I ha- it's like a pretty big gap as for me. So I played the first one. Like, because I you couldn't like avoid the first no, one. No, no, no. The first one was like, it'll happen. Uh, and then I played the I played the remaster of three. Oh, yeah. And I played the reboot, the Norse yeah. one, the new one, which is incredible. But I do like, yeah, I mean, as someone new, I don't even think I beat the first God of War, but as someone who hasn't even beaten it, that first like 15 minutes of the game is still seared into my brain. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. It's so good and so much fun. I mean, it, it's probably the perfect hack and slash, right? Like, it's yeah. probably it's probably like the pinnacle of that. I don't think like, we get better. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I and I love hack and slash games. I'm a big fan of Devil May Cry. Yeah, obviously, Unimusha was on this list. I love the Afro Samurai game. Yeah. I don't know if people hate on that game, but I like that game a lot. I love hack and slash kind of games, but it's hard to be God of War. Right? There's something so satisfying about the combat in God of War. So fuckable. So my fourth game. It's going to be no surprise for anyone that like, knows me personally. Is Resident Evil Code Veronica of course. Yes, you heard it here. I did not pick Resident Evil 4 for my favorite PS2. Unbelievable. I picked the game that more people have cried about than any other Resident Evil game. I guess maybe 6. Yeah. But pre-6, people cried about this game more than anything because I got stuck on the plane five. Yeah. This is not a game for beginner resident. It's just it's just not gatekeeper there. I like this. I am gatekeeper. I'm I'm fine with gatekeeper. Yeah. You know what? Open the gates by making a remake, please. Yes. Please make a remake. But it's not a game. Like I mean, it it can be. You can't. Like obviously you can't. But you will have a better time if this is like your third or fourth. Right. Right. If you played one, two, and three, you will have a much better time with this game because you will understand the implicit rules of the tank control Resident Evil games. Yes. Which are, 
if you don't have to kill it, don't, don't kill, kill it. it. Yes. Because you will need the bullet. Because mm-hmm. everyone talks about how they get caught on the plane and they don't have enough bullets to kill a tire. A, you can kill a tire with a mouth. Yeah. If you really want. Yeah. You really want to. You just hit the button enough times and it will lock him out of the plane. It's soft. It's not that hard. <laughs> it is hard. I will give Bruce it's hard. And it is, there's a lot of backtracking. But there's a lot of backtracking and a lot of Resident Evil. All Resident Evil. I love this game. Yeah. I think this game is super important for Resident Evil more due to that. I think it's super awesome to play as Claire again. I think it's super awesome to play as Chris again. Sure. I think the set pieces are great. I think the mansion in Code Veronica is awesome. I think the story is cool. Right. I think it has... I mean, my biggest problem with Resident Evil 3 is that... And I love Resident Evil 3, don't get me wrong. But the boss fights in that game aren't like super imaginative. They're... Really kind of retreads from Resident Evil 2, or they're just not that interesting. They're just bullet sponges, which is fine. But sure, yeah. Code Veronica has some great bosses. Yeah. The plane fight, I think, is awesome. I think uh, the Nosferatu fight in Antarctica is great. I will say my biggest problem with this game is the last boss fight. Yeah. And it's just, it's just technically broken. Like it's, you know, you can get stun locked by bugs on the ground. Yeah. And it should have been a bigger platform for that. But I understand the limitations, draw distance, graphics, you know, whenever. That's why we need a remake. Perfect. We need a remake because if you can get, if you can smooth out some of those rough edges, I think it's like one of the best Resident Evil games there is. Beautiful. It's great on Dreamcast. Yeah. Great on PlayStation. Yeah. I, play I appreciate the 14 extra minutes of cutscenes in the PS2 version. Oh, well. It's great. 14 minutes, 14 minutes. I love this game, and I will, I will, it is a hill I'll die on, that it is a great game, and it's a great, great Resident Evil game, and more of a mainline Resident Evil game than Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 is more of a spinoff than Code Veronica. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Code Veronica more is Yeah. And it, it, it come at me. Controversy. I'll get, heated. I'll get heated over Resident Evil. Top five controversy here. I like that. All right, my final one, again, probably no surprise, I feel like mine are like, I don't know. Kind of obvious, but fuck it. Tony Hawk Underground. Hell yeah, Tony Hawk Underground. Hell yeah, Tony Hawk Underground. Probably the best skateboarding game of all time, I'd say. I, that's hard for me, because I love all the Tony Hawks. Yeah. And Tony, I don't know. It's up there. Just, just, I think you have the best career mode. Yes, career mode, yeah. 100%. There's just so much to fucking do. And yeah. it's just, you get your money's worth. It's everything you've loved up until then. And then with like a solid story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's great. You got the guest star fucking skaters you could be and run into and all that shit. Just fucking great game. I love the first like the where you're in your neighborhood skating around. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. It's just fucking great moments. It's just such a good game. It is. Yeah. I like Tony Underground 2 as well. In fact, I think 2 might be the last like truly great Tony Hawk game. I think it might be. Yeah. It might be. Because I don't like that. Yeah, once they started, like, we have a peripheral skateboard and, like, like that's not it's not, it's not working. Yeah. I wanted to go outside and I'd go outside. Yeah. It's just, again, it's just so big and there's so much, and it's not big, but it feels like it's big. There's I so much to do. Being in, like, I don't know, it feels big because it's, like, it's more open world than the other one. Yeah, much, yeah. And, like, I don't know, it's cool and running into the other skaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Band Mark Deerich. I mean, Rob Drydick. I'm going to make that name up. Rob Deerdick. Deerdick, yeah, something like that. The host of Ridiculousness now or something. 
Uh, yeah, I just, I feel like, again, I think a lot of mine are just, it's the evolution of all those games and it finally hit a point where it's like, oh, this can be something more, a lot more complicated, but still fun. And they get all the fun parts. So I yeah. think PlayStation, I think, I mean, this is, this goes to like the core of the podcast is I think PlayStation 2 was the pinnacle for a lot of types. hundred percent. Like, like Tony Hawk. Yeah. I think games after this kind of like, you became more of an observer than a participant yeah. in some stuff, yeah. which is fine sometimes. Like I really like the Until Dawn. Yeah. And the, the, the quarry. I like those games. And it's really, they're really kind of passive games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these are games where you're fully like, it's yours. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Sweet. Well, my final game, I also am not super surprised. Yeah. Is Silent Hill 2. Of course. Silent Hill 2. The best Silent Hill game. I mean, here's the thing is I haven't, like, I only played Silent Hill 3 back in the day. Right. They ever played it since. Wow. So there are, I know there's like a whole contingency of people that like Silent Hill 3 more. Right. And I can conceive that it's possible Silent Hill 3 is better. But Silent Hill 2. Like nobody denies that Silent Hill Two no isn't uh, isn't amazing. It's and coming from like a huge Resident Evil background, Silent Hill Two always kind of intimidated me. Really? Yeah, because like the like it felt like a game that like maybe I wasn't like smart enough. Okay, yeah. I mean, I was yeah, I was twelve years old. That's true. This isn't, and this is not a game for a twelve year old. But like, it felt too heady for me. Right. But. Like, you spend enough time with it, and you can start, like, pulling it apart a little bit. Yeah. And as an adult, I've been able to pull it apart more, and I think it, it's a, it, it ages like why? Yeah. <laughs> to get to use, like, the most cliche-ass But it's right. It's but I feel like the game is better. The game is better than when I have to, I have to replay it. Like, it's so not what you expect. It's not, you go into it like, oh, film monsters. Right. And it's not that it's not at that. all. No. It's not, like, that's not the kind of scary it is. So, no. uh, and I'm not going to, I disagree with people like it's, it's a game that plays you. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, that's nonsense. It's hard. Yeah, test some grass. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it is a great story. Yes. It is, I mean, there's real, there's some real emotional moments in this game. For sure. And I think that it's a game that whereas like not a lot changes on each replay, I think it's all very replayable. Because I mean, it, not just because you have different endings, right. but I think you kind of gleam something different from it on every playthrough. Yeah. And it's not a particularly long game. No, it's not. It's a five or six hour game. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get. It's not crazy long. Yeah. I don't know. It's not stupid difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I my biggest problem with Silent Hill 4 is, like, it seems it's very hard. It mm-hmm. feels very hard. Maybe right. I just sung in video games. That's entirely what it was. I'm fully open to the fact that I might suck in video games. And in fact, I probably suck at video games. Which uh, is fine. I don't have to be good enough to enjoy that. No, exactly. But Silent Hill 4 to me was very hard and it was less enjoyable. Not to say I didn't enjoy it, but Silent Hill 2 was kind of like, Sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. It was it was one of those games where I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Like, this is like this is real love in this game. Right. Someone put some real love into this game. Right. And game. I have high hopes but reservations for the remake. Yeah, of course. Uh again, this is go back to Konami. Hawking hates and yeah. yes, they do. And 
no more is that on display than having the team from the Blair Witch Project game do the raving. They can't pick anyone. Any developer in the world would have done this. Would have jumped at this. Loved it. Yeah. Would pitched it. I'm sure I'm sure they've been pitched a remake of this game by every mm-hmm. series like Blue Point or any of those awesome remakes of the remake developers. And they picked the, the one game. that was for sure going to piss the people off the most. Remember? It's hard to not think of it as intentional. Yeah, it's got to score. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, these people are just like, we hate them. We hate these fuckers. <laughs> giving us all this money. Slop pigs. Yeah, coming at the trough. It doesn't matter. We'll get the cheap. We'll get the, we'll take whatever the cheapest bit is. Mm-hmm. And these slop pigs will come lick it up. Lap it up. It doesn't matter how much people bitch about it. They'll still just buy it and give us all the fucking money. Yeah. Then we can make fucking mobile games and play covers. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our top five favorite, not best, but yeah. favorite PlayStation 2 games. We're going to see if that changes over the next year. Yeah, I'll be very interested. I mean, we have so many games coming up that like I've never played. Same. And so many games that have been like recommended to us and like are very loved. So it'll be interesting to see if one of these gets knocked off. I could probably pretty confidently say that like Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Just like I'm sure, you know, Grand Theft Auto, well, the State of Jersey probably wouldn't be knocked off yours. Yeah, there are some, there are some that are holding on, though, I will say. Yeah. If every one of these games fell off list, that I couldn't be happier. Yeah, exactly. Am I not five games that I like better than these? Better than these, yeah. That's best case scenario. Yeah. Me. Well, we're going to 52 opportunities. Yeah. And that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you everyone for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Discreet Air Pod. You can find me at Evo Casual Games. I'm at Ian Golden Game. And on Twitter somewhere. It's out there. I don't remember what our Twitter name is, but you'll you're fine. Finger. Yeah. You're fine. I'm just smart. We like you. Smart. It's like the games. Smart. Gotta work with huge. Check the stream on whatnot. You check out our streams on whatnot. We do stream every month, once a month, doing giveaways. Oh. Uh, at Federal Casual, I also personally stream every Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday. All right. So, uh, and uh, don't forget, like, subscribe, ring the bell, do the thing. Uh, I mean, 